Hello. Hi. Hi. We're back. We made it to the second episode. I'm Tony Moore, and I'm here with Ryan O'Neill. Hello. Um, how are you? How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? I'm good. We're good. I'm glad we got this far. Got through the first one. Yeah, we were just winging it. Learned a few things about editing. I learned a lot. Yeah. Managed to condense it down so we didn't give people too much airache, but we got there, and uh yeah, we got some good feedback. Yeah, a lot, okay. a lot of people. Yeah, thanks to everybody who listened, and thanks to everybody who got in touch afterwards. There was a few messages. I even got even got a phone call. Oh, people were so hyped they were got on the phone. Oh, hold yeah. up! I got a phone call too, but yeah. I missed it and oh, had right, to do a yeah. reply text. Yeah, that was uh, that was Mark. Shout out to Mark Billy, Bambridgehead. Thanks for ringing. But yeah, it was it was a really good response to the to this. Uh, to this podcast in the, the first episode and it's really encouraging um we're back and we're gonna try and get into it again and cover some stuff that's happened since the last episode and some stuff that's coming up so yeah basically we're gonna recap on some of some recent events and then we're gonna get into some new stuff coming out from a number of brands um, across Ireland and then we got an interview with Philly Halton the creator of Goblin Magazine um, number two is coming out pretty soon so we got him well we didn't get him up here we got him via Skype and uh, we chatted a bit about what's what's coming up and yeah we found out some some stuff we didn't know which yeah. is pretty exciting well we, we let him chat we just sat there like a couple of spots yeah, <laughs> yeah the usual yeah and then we're gonna we're gonna round off um, round off at the end Hippie put out the call on Instagram for some suggestions, some feedback on maybe how we can add to the podcast and introduce new things, get more people involved. So we're going to run through some of the uh, some of the better and worse uh, suggestions that came through from uh, from the listeners. So um, let's should we get into it? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, sure. So uh, right, last Friday on the was it the first? First of November. First of November, we had uh, Tony had organised his third video night. Number three, the magic number. He had asked me to pick my, I don't know, some videos that had influenced me, or I don't know what, yeah, or videos, yeah, videos I liked, and then I'd put shameless plug and put one of my own videos in there as well. Yeah. That's right, Jerry. Yeah, oh, well, and also when I made a little edit of yeah. uh, our friend Jerry Keane, who's now on wireless skateboards. Yeah, big up. Getting them free sticks. Happy days. Yeah. Now you just got to buy your own grip tape, Jerry, and you'll be sorted. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good response to that. Um, I saw Jerry after, and he was he was hyped, and yeah, it was cool. It was good. I'm glad. Oh, I'm, I'm stoked that it wasn't the... F- you know, see the full video pressure. Whenever it's just yeah, yeah the just last like yeah yeah, when the full video is pressure, man. The last time I did one, I was pacing, yeah, pacing the room beforehand and making sure everyone were getting yeah. a bit angry because they hadn't tested everything out. But this one was a whole different kind of buzz. Yeah, we had a we had a full we had a full room yeah. again in in the American bar. Yeah, and um, yeah, we we packed it out. Everybody came down. Everybody had a good time, and a lot of eyes got onto that um, new Jerry part that he put a lot of hard work into, and, and you too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it went on a treat. What uh, the good getting some new life on the end of the team then? Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
inject a little bit of youth into yeah. the <laughs> yeah. team and put a it, bit of pressure on some of the other boys that's it yeah we'll just have it now it's coming into winter too I don't feel like we're going to be able to do too much like well, so it yeah. was good to get that you know done for over the summer yeah. stage and uh, get it out for now uh, talking to Mark and Minnie you know they're keen to get something going but they're looking at the long game like so we're maybe talking about next summer see what happens you know yeah, try and yeah. don't like to yeah. don't like to make any promises because you know how things are with weather here and stuff like that so hopefully we can get some footage yeah. of the boys and weather and put, life yeah put out another part of some sort like whether it'll be all Jerry footage with a tiny bit of the rest or, yeah. or what we'll see how it goes footage machine yeah there's some good clips in that like there was with that water I was pretty crazy see once people make the mistake of telling me tricks that they want to do and then I'm just on them like that um, every day you remember you said you wanted to do that well maybe we should go there I think that took a good bit of persuading him to actually try that and then in the end you know it worked out grand same with a lot of the stuff like I'm trying to <laughs> I've still got a list of stuff that we you know there was a few tricks that didn't work out that I wanted to squeeze in there before putting it on the internet but sure fuck it they'll do for another yeah he'll, he'll get them yeah. whenever the the climate gets a bit better for him and that, he can that's summer 2020 at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> to coincide with the Olympics yeah <laughs> um, right Battle of the Blah Battle of the Blah yeah the lads in Waterford had their yearly comp uh, I know I have no info about Battle of the Blah only that it went down and the boys skated at the down the local yeah the and the the, the, the Cloud boys hooked it up like and yeah I was chatting to Neil um, Neil at Cloud Skateboards and yeah they, they've got an edit up so that that took place I think um, was on it Instagram the, or it, yeah, they, it's I think it might be on the tube, but it was on Instagram video, IGTV. Yeah, so Battle of the Blood took place. It's hard to get into that IGTV, isn't it? Like? Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, nah, like, I think it's. I've put a couple of things on, but it's just hell trying to, like, got to re edit your thing, just change the size and switch it up and all, and then yeah. people are just like, nah, mate. Nah. Right, here, I've got it. 10 views on that. <clears throat> yeah, so. So Battle of the Blah happened just around the time we put up episode one, mm-hmm. um, and they put up an edit. It was made by Neil Cloud Skateboards, um, and the edit was super fun, man. They just they looked like they had an absolute blast despite the weather. Like you know, they had the the gazebo up and the tunes were flying out and the burgers were flying out and um, yeah, you should go check out that edit. Like it, I was smiling the whole way through. <laughs> like it looked, yeah, it looked like a crack. So um, that's the way. Yeah. Do it. Also, the, the same night as the video night in Dublin, the boys were having uh, Cam Bonanza round two. Yep. Uh, the follow-up from last year's event. It was it was written about in Goblin magazine. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Philly, Philly gave us a little rundown there. Yeah, the guys um, sort of came together, bought a load of cans and um, went spot to spot and had um, different events to do at different spots um, they got rained out but he's saying that yeah everybody skated like it wasn't wet so <laughs> it sounded, sounded pretty good yeah it sounded like a skateboard treasure huh? yeah exactly yeah it sounded cool we might have to half inch that idea like I know and... I really like it <laughs> I was yeah it's a sounded great crack so, so many skate event ideas like yeah yeah the lads in Cavan there also had a 
jump ramp competition on Sunday past there. I was meant to go down for it, but I ended up having a heavy night on Saturday <laughs> night and couldn't uh, get out of bed on Sunday. So I hope that all went well. They had a little sponsor, was it Graw Jump Ramps? So I think they got donated a couple of ramps and uh, oh. we might have had a little competition to give one of them away at the end of it all. Was that an indoor event? They've, uh, nah, was that, they've got like a some sort of indoor spot like a car park or something like that I, th- I don't yeah, think I think like they were, a, seem to be allowed to skate it whenever they want sounds amazing like, yeah, yeah, like, that yeah. sounds like ideal like the the TF like you know yeah it does sound good Leo the fella one of the fellas that was organising it Leo was telling me that they've got plugs and stuff Whoa. so they've got electricity and lights Whoa. and they can go whenever they want pretty can, much you can charge your phone yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I'll get the beatbox on yeah. the go class get a party started so we had some events we're chatting about maybe just some general skate chitter chatter. Yeah. Recently there, the weekend, Dave Murphy and I saw one clip on right. Instagram. Yeah. I, seen, I, I knew he was there, but I forgot all about it. I saw one clip and it wasn't. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was a from big board slide two seventy eight. No, I didn't even see that. Big spin board slide. He's doing an ollie no slide. Oh, Biggles out. Doing all the tricks. Yeah, yeah, but that's all I saw. Like, but shout out to Dave. Yeah, for, shout out to Dave, man. Like for, joining that list of a few from from this country that have entered into Tampa Am, and it's pretty incredible. Like, you know, no, yeah. I don't, I don't know how you could be bothered with the pressure. Like, yeah. But the, the dudes, the, the, whenever I stuck it on for like half an hour last night, the boys were killing it. Like all the folk that were on it were going absolutely ballistic. It's amazing. There's another level. I mean, you're talking like top 250 isn't it like in the world yeah essentially so yeah. he's in like yeah to be in the mix and that's incredible like so yeah it's i don't know how anyone can be bothered with the pressure like i i whenever we have one of the comms here before like i entered in it and i was near being sick beforehand <laughs> <laughs> the, pre- the pressure like <laughs> try and get that new slide in in the hub and then whoo Big fanfare at the end of that. <laughs> right, from one D to another D. Well, he's a Dave, but yeah, from day to day. Um, yeah. Like like what you did there. Like that. <laughs> yeah. D Collins yeah. got some news. Yeah, yeah. Now getting boards from DGK. Mm-hmm. You've always got a new sponsor every month. I know. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 tie in with his name really well. Derry Gatto kid yeah stoked for D um, he was telling me before that he had sent some footage to them or something the, the edit that we had done in the bar set it and they saw it and were stoked and it was on from then and he you know he said that was his ideal sponsor so couldn't be more stoked for him yeah like. it's amazing and obviously obviously a really good fit so I just want to know when Stevie's coming to Belfast yeah, like Stevie's out <laughs> yeah Kayla's at new spot damn <laughs> pop up some pop up some uh, kickers and yeah. 360 flips on trash cans some bins sorry bins yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are bins aware alright trash cans what about all these new products sort of that are coming out yeah here? so I figured um, I figured seeing as it's that time of year where Christmas is around the corner and all that like a lot of brands a lot of people a lot of the companies are putting in a lot of hard work to produce some stuff coming up to Christmas and yeah there's there's been a lot of stuff that came out in the last sort of few weeks there and uh, some stuff still to come so just kind of thought it'd be cool to just do a section here where we just talk about 
um, a number of brands and the stuff that has been coming out. So, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, skateboards. They've got some new shit out, but um, they've also got a new a new brand, a new logo, mm-hmm. um, which the internet tells me was designed by Sean Gannon. Give him a little shout out for putting in that work for them guys. Um, they've got new new hoodie embroidered logo on the front looks pretty good um you can get that online at fuck skateboards.bigcartel.com what's killing time at killing time they got uh, was that new stuff or was that new old? yeah killing time so last last episode one we talked about killing time's new boards and they wrapped up that photography series but um i think it was a couple of weeks ago now Dion uh, dropped the new windbreaker. Yeah, pretty appropriate for the weather that we get over here. Yeah, boy, you um, might need a ski jacket. Yeah, yeah, true. Or or maybe buy like three of them and just layer them. <laughs> um, that sounds like a good way to do it. <laughs> That's how we market it. Yeah, so Killing Time come out with the new windbreaker, um, navy windbreaker with the Killing Time logo on the front and the back, and the well, it's the just a little logogram on the front I suppose you would call it just the the KT on the back they've got the full clock um, and that's 3M so that's reflective which is pretty cool is that what you call yeah. them 3M Three, I think they call it 3M is that what that that's means that's the yeah the reflective yeah, yeah. stuff yeah so the killing time those killing time windbreakers are available on killingtimeskateboards.com on their website and also at high rollers go pick them up and speaking of high rollers probably the biggest the biggest drop that's happened in the in terms of products this last little while given the the collaboration involved and um, they teamed up with chocolate skateboards mm-hmm. for the second run of the chunk the world series what, which what, what is was on the first run first one the they said they did yeah it's yeah same yeah. different cities so and and like they're in you know you're talking just a handful of cities so it's pretty cool that dublin got the got the get this sort of opportunity you know because you're talking i think it was this time around it was uh, native in newcastle exit in swansea and 42 mm. in Nottingham um, and then obviously High Rollers being the fourth so um, yeah like four shops and, and High Rollers in the mix there so it's really cool that they got the to collaborate on that and uh, they've come out with uh, hoods tees long sleeves and the deck of course in the Dublin colours the Dublin city co- colours which are like navy and light blue is that what it is I didn't even yeah say. well I think the Gillick what, team so each I think it's yeah it's relevant like the colours are relevant so to each, the each uh, shop has a different colour yeah, oh, yeah I, didn't, like, I didn't see any of the other ones I just yeah, saw the Dublin one the, like the Newcastle one I think's black and the Nottingham one I don't know if they're all relevant to the cities right. but I know that that Dublin one's that blues I think blue and light blues a, a Dublin thing please yeah correct me if I'm wrong though <laughs> I, could, I could just be spouting rubbish um yeah but they look really nice and like they came out with uh, that really nice that like uh they didn't edit on Instagram um which copied the yeah right the oh yeah the, the, today's the day the, baby yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah which was really good it was a nice way to package the whole thing up um but yeah you can get them obviously at uh 
killing time or not killing time. High yeah, rollers. you can get yeah you can get all that stuff at High Rollers yeah, online good. and in store. I get that one quick because I'm pretty sure that yeah. that will never be about again. Like yeah, there you go. I'm yeah. kind of jealous. There's no Belfast version, but what can you do? Like yeah. no no shop in Belfast to yeah. hook that up. Gonna have to snap something up though. <laughs> Gotta get maybe a T-shirt or something like that. Put that on the Christmas list. The hoodies look great. Yeah, no, it all look it all look pretty legit. You can't really you can't really go wrong with that Evan Haycock's like handwriting. Yeah, like, no, like, the color scheme, the color of the actual clothes with the color of the font, it looks brilliant, like to me. It's great. So we had a little Skype call from Philly there earlier this evening to chat about the new Goblin magazine mostly and a few other things that are happening in around Dublin. So we're just going to insert that in here. And hello, how did you like that, <laughs> that interview with Philly? I gave you a pretty good insight on, what, on what's kind of going into it. So actually, Dodd's put a heap of work into this issue. So like, there's a really heavy emphasis on the North. Cool. Um, so I've got like a full-scale interview with Stu Robinson with a load of like, you know, old photos and stuff like that, which has come together really, really well. Um, there's, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cheese, Jerry, Joe Hill, um, there's an actual overall write-up about Belfast and then that leads into kind of Barcelona kind of following what, you know, following Dodd basically within the last couple of years and what he's been doing. And obviously I think he's probably getting more recognition now than ever, especially with, you know, with, um, Transworld and stuff like that. But the scale or like the skill, the quality of the photos that he gave for this issue of the magazine is just mind blown. So I can't wait till everybody sees that. It'd be absolutely smashed it. Um, and then I've got some really uh, like good comic relief by Brian Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He gives us like a down low on his future predictions for Irish skateboarding in the next 10 years, which is fucking comedy gold. And then we actually have for our kind of like funny story, you know, last time was like Dara when he got nicked. Yeah. Uh, painting graffiti and shit like that and had to skate away on, on his board with handcuffs from the cops. This time round, uh, the story is based on uh, you know like backpack guy from Wood, um, from Kings of Concrete at Woodkey like ten years ago, the dude who rocked up with a backpack and like board slid that twelve to rail. I remember that. Never never said a word and just bounced out. So that's like a pretty good story as well. And then <laughs> Curb Junkie has a really really well put together um, like art section in this magazine and it's interactive as well. So there's basically going to be like um, what you call them like a QR code or whatever you know. Yeah, and you like scan that, and you listen to like an audio kind of book along with the magazine. Uh, so right. yeah, some really really good stuff. Like uh, this this issue of the mag was like really it, it was it was thrown together really really quick, but the quality is still quite good. It was because yeah. of the timing with the magazine, or sorry with with um, with Afterlife rather that it was just yeah. it, it had to be like quite soon, you know, because. Yeah. Uh, I think last time we, we started kind of putting the first issue together in like August and it was ready to go by like November, you know, mm-hmm. um, whereas this time we were kind of like a month and a half behind just because of the nature of the video and stuff. Yeah, totally. Are you, you're aiming for sort of when, when do you reckon it's going to be out this one? So it's, it's that day at 30th of November. So I think that's like, I don't know, 12 days or some shit. <laughs> really, oh, really. Oh, right. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. But um, Aiden, Aiden Moore, who does like the um, overall layout of the magazine, sent me over the roof there. And it's looking really, really good so far. So, um, yeah, that's, that's all coming together really well. And then there's going to be a couple of edits on the night. Um, usually we, we kind of... We, we pushed the event, like, you know, a good month in advance, but I think this time round we're just going to, like, you know, 
you know, in the next 10 days or whatever it is, just start to push it heavily from there. Because people only really start to pay attention, I feel like, when it gets to, like, the, you know, a week in advance or whatever, you know? Yeah, for sure. I know after the live video, we... Um, we were pushing that stuff a good like month in advance and stuff like that but it really wasn't until like you know the last week before the event when the tickets started selling and stuff you know so yeah. um yeah this time around i'm just going to basically concentrate on getting the magazine over the line i'm going to get an edit over the line for this um for the launch as well and making sure that everybody else is kind of set up because this time around we're looking to have like mischief like you know uh, Johnny and Rory set up like um, they have access to like their own professional kitchen around the corner from where we're holding it um, in Hens Teeth's new spot nice. and um, yeah we're obviously going to have like what we usually do we have like the markets the boards the clothes music videos um, all the all the good stuff you know what I mean so and then like kind of like an art and photography exhibition of what was in what's going into this magazine yeah. and, and more you know sweet yeah, that's amazing. Mine too. A bit, uh, you a bit more relaxed this time around, you reckon? Or you? Nah. <laughs> way worse. Way worse. Actually, I'm. Uh, I'm fucking. The anxiety's already hitting. You know, because uh, last time I feel like I was way more prepared, and uh, like I said, we were just under time constraints this time. But um, it should be fine. We have the experience of the last two exactly. events, yeah. so I'm not too worried about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, this time round, we were looking at kind of what quantity to go with because it's hard to say, man. Like the first time round, the minimum quantity was 500, and that's why we went for that, you know. And it sold out within like six weeks. But then uh, this time round, you know, do you still have the same kind of like? There's obviously a, like a bit of nostalgia, or not nostalgia, but there's a bit of like a you know, maybe there's like one off kind of like, oh, yeah, I can't wait yeah, that yeah. so we don't really know whether that's going to work again on the next one. So do we get like way more or do we keep yeah. the Yeah. So, well, the nice thing, I think the nice thing about, um, about the magazine is that as much as it, it's current, it's, uh, it's something that you could probably pick up, you know, as almost like a time capsule maybe in like yeah. six months time and be, and have it. And there's that outside interest as well. Cause like, I know I'm buying random <laughs> magazines from all corners of the world, like on skating, you know? So I think you're probably, you know, you're probably all good, um, up in that, that quantity. Like, no. Yeah, hopefully so. I mean, like that's, that's the thing is, um, with the video especially was, um, um, we, it was filmed like start and stop day pretty much from like you know January 2019 to kind of like August yeah and there's like some footage in there from like a couple other filmers like Keane's part was probably like predominantly filmed there so at that time you know you get a lot of leftover footage from a Red Wolf and it's just too good to use you know but the idea with that video is that everything you see within that is super relevant to the time that it's released you know like the guys who are doing those tricks at that time that's their level and it's not like you're waiting on a video for like three or four years to come yeah. out when all of the skaters are unhappy with their footage that stage you know what I mean um, and then with the first issue of the magazine it was more of like just wanting to get a whole load of people involved you know not too worried about having to be you know anal on the quality and stuff like that it was just getting people involved so like getting kids to get their photos in magazines and get them hyped on that idea and then hopefully they push them out of magazines or do more filming and photography and stuff like that and obviously because the last one was such it went down so well the second issue it's kind of I guess it's a little bit more centered on the quality kind of aspect yeah. of it, you know what I mean so we're a little bit more picky um, 
I think that like now that Goblin Magazine has kind of established itself, it gives kids something to strive for. Like the younger kids can yeah. be like, I want to get my yeah. photos in this magazine, yeah. and then they will have to you know push themselves then to get to a better standard. You know that way. So, yeah. um, but that's that's the idea anyway. And um, but like you got you get guys like Dodds and uh, and Nisha um, and like like a couple other like really good photographers and stuff like that. But um, like you look at their quality of stuff, and those guys are always on hand to give pointers to anyone who ever asks them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Sweet. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, are you going for the same? You going for the same format and sort of like page count that sort of thing? Or um, actually, originally I was thinking like fifty pages. I think the last one was a hundred. It's like a hundred. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I've just looked. I've, I've just looked at the rough count there, and I think we're probably going to be fucking more this time somehow. Um, which is, you know, I didn't even know how that happened, but, um, yeah, so it's pretty dense. Like there's a lot that goes into it, but I suppose the nice thing about like with, with Goblin is that we don't really have to follow the same format as other skateboarding magazines. You know what I mean? Because it's so specific to Ireland, like, you know, Vague and North and stuff like that, they're all really good magazines, but they, they are all quite similar in regards to that. You're only really getting Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get the same like kind of formula every time. Whereas we kind of have. I guess you could call it the freedom to talk about, you know, stuff outside of skating that still revolves around it. So, like, we always put uh, an emphasis on what's actually going on in the cities around us, you know. And obviously, like, particularly in Dublin in the last year, kind of gentrification or whatever is, like, hitting home. Like, all the clubs are closing down. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the um, you know, artistic studios are replaced by hotels. Skate spots are constantly fucking under threat, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, Portobello especially and stuff like that. So... But like you know, the the difference between last year and this year is crazy because I think last year we were really just touching on Portobello and where that situation was at that moment, and then like fast forward one year and like the entire city has changed. Yeah. But yeah, right now like the 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 situation of Portobello, and I think this kind of gets distorted quite often, is Portobello Plaza itself, like the the spot that we skate, is mm-hmm. is public land. You know what I mean? That's owned yeah. by the city council. Um, but the adjoining property to it, which was for a long time a college, is private, and it was bought recently by developers, and they're turning that into a hotel. Like the real issue when you have a hotel built is that that's like twenty four seven three six. There's no yeah. break in yeah. a hotel. People don't go home in the evening; they stay there in the evening. You know. So, there's, there's obviously going to always be like some sort of a noise issue or um, I guess even just like a pedestrian issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like it's kind of unfair because like historically speaking, once you cross that side of the road towards Portobello, it's all residential, you know, um, it's not gone down well with the residents there at all. But around the time that all of the kind of um, campaigns to stop the build of the hotel were going along, the skateboarders and the residents came together like really, really tight. And it was, I, I never really knew this, but like skating there 12 years, but the residents were stoked that we were there. You know what I mean? They were just happy that the place was being used by some young people. They were happy that there was like a presence there because. And it felt safer. It's safer, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it was Brian Fitzpatrick told me a couple of years ago, like an elderly woman in her, you know, 70s or 80s came up to him one day and, and said she was glad that there was a couple of skateboarders always there so that she felt safer walking home there in the evening, you know? Um, and actually, the design and build behind Cork Street Skate Park is kind of, it, it follows that philosophy of like, more eyes leads to more safety, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the idea was to not have any like boundaries or fences, but just open plan with increased lighting. And that yeah. is actually your CCTV, you know what I mean? That, that stops people from kind of acting shape. Um, 
the hotel is going to go ahead. It's currently, they've just ripped down the building that's been there for, you know, however many years, 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're actually going to turn it into a kind of a trendy nightclub sort of uh, hotel of some sort. It's like there's actually a nightclub go- going into it. So I feel like it could either go one of two ways. It could be really open and accessible and, and probably like, you know, buzzy or whatever for, for yeah. skaters and people can stay there and use the, use the place. Or... It could be death by yuppies, which would be like the worst thing possible, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, if if that was the case, I'd probably rather just see it turn back into a fucking canal again, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the the likelihood of what's going to happen. I mean, like I was in I was in a funny situation a couple of years ago that I was doing work experience with someone who was working with the architect that that designed this building that's going to go up Portobello, yeah. yeah. and they didn't know that I was a skateboarder or that I might have been a thorn in their side a few years later. But, um, yeah. Like they had unveiled all of the plans that they were talking about, and you know what way would kind of. How how they would um, you know how they would get around planning objections and what they would do with the um, the public plaza in the future you know because generally speaking like if you have access to like something like that outside your front door the council are going to make you pay for that you know they're going to like they they put the investment in a few years ago you're now going to get the benefit of public plaza so they're going to make you kind of put some sort of contribution fee in. And generally speaking, what would happen is they'd actually make you redesign and, and redevelop that like public plaza out of your own pocket. And if that was to go ahead, then more than likely the hotel would develop it in such a way that it was not skate friendly so that they didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. And it probably isn't friendly to even be at, at all, as in, you know, no seating or whatever they may go ahead with. So that's the time when we really need to jump on board and kind of put the foot down and make a massive campaign of it. And then say, you know, basically put your foot down and say, skateboarders have had a stake in here now for over a decade. This is essentially our spot, you know. Yeah. yeah. In, in in conjunction with the residents because they want us to be there too. Exactly. You know? It's a yeah. shared focus. So uh, there's going to be a lot of that touching on that in issue two. Then sort of the idea of yeah. gentrification. We're we're well, we're like opening up, opening up basically. And um, like this is quite Dublin specific. Like the the article that I've written for yeah. this one. Um, and, you know, obviously with Goblin, I try as best I can just to make that like countrywide, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and in fairness, I think like I think like 30 or 35 percent of this magazine is like totally focused on the north, actually, which is sick. Um, so but anyway, uh, yeah. So like the opening piece is just talking about all the changes in the last couple of years and where we're going. And the point that I've kind of been trying to stress to people over the last while that no one seems to have an answer for me is what the next stage after gentrification is in an area. You know, so you've seen like, um, what's his name? Uh, this guy from uh, from Malmo. Uh, is it Gustav Eden or is that the dude? Off, uh, I can't remember. I always fuck those two names. That's a dude from back in Yeah, but he, he basically calls, uh, you know, skateboarders like the shock troops of gentrification. So, yeah. like, you know, it's it's crazy situation where um, I don't think Ireland is as sophisticated at doing this. But obviously other parts of the world are where they will bring kind of skateboarders into somewhere in an attempt to kind of clean up an area like bridges is a really good example of that i feel like because obviously it's like kind of like a desolate spot underneath a bridge where mostly only shady shit happens so they figure if they you know put more put like a group of people like skateboarders in it they're better than they're they're better than what the council would consider like the next you know crowd underneath them maybe like whatever it is homeless people wherever so they want to bring in skaters and then after that the skaters get removed by whatever it is, a fucking Starbucks or some shit like that, you know what I mean? And then the area kind of picks up overall. But yeah. what happens next then, you know? Because, like, Portobello has always kind of been a residential area, right? And it's kind of been, I don't want to say trendy, but it's just been, like, a pretty liberal attitude towards most things that go around there. 
you know, like people don't really care if you're having a drink on the canal on a sunny day. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Um, but that's obviously all going to change now because um, Bernard Shaw is gone. So like, you know, you'd usually go down for a drink and you might head in there and then you might go into town. That's gone now. And the yeah. really heartbreaking thing about that actually is that the city council gave them a three year extended license. And then uh, on board Panala, which is like an unelected arm of the government who are like the next stage of planning opposition. Mm. They they rescinded that and said, no, you can't have your your smoking area or whatever it is because you're going to hold up the regeneration of the area. Mm. And they actually, they, they cited residents' uh, noise complaints as the number one reason why they shut the Shaw down, which is actually a load of bollocks. Sorry, because um, there used to be, you know, a couple hundred people living in flats right beside the Burnish Shaw, and they're yeah. all gone now. So most of the immediate residents don't live there anymore. And the only people who do live right beside the Shaw are people are 50, 50 houses of people who just got evicted uh, by a vulture fund. You know what I mean? And I really don't think that they were the people who were that concerned yeah. about yeah, noise from bar at like half 12. And, and, you know, like where the new hotel is going at Portobello, they're talking about putting in a nightclub. And if someone on that street or if even the entire street complains to the noise yeah. from that nightclub, they're not going to get shut down. You know, you just know it's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, it's a bummer, man. But but like I was trying to say there was that the city council don't even have say over their own city at this stage. It's just gone. It's, it's gone out gone. of their hands now to an unelected yeah. board on the government, you know, which we have no control over. So that's that's like quite worrying, actually, for the for the future of the city. Because, yeah. You know, everything is going to be geared directly towards kind of tourism. And yeah. uh, you yeah. see that in Barcelona, man. You see like a really anti-tourist sentiment that goes on. Over yeah. There, you know? And it's, it's dangerous, man. You know, and like... I, I don't know. I know Irish people are a lot more chill than that, so it'll take us a long time to realise that we yeah. sold out our entire cities or whatever it is for the sake of a couple of extra tourists, you know, per yeah. year. Belfast is looking like an increasingly better destination to live. We're, we're like a million miles behind Dublin. It'll happen to us in like 20 years or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually have I actually have a couple of friends outside of skating now who've moved there recently enough, you know, uh, probably originally for like college to go to Queens, but then oh, yeah. they've, they've stayed on, you know what I mean? They've just enjoyed it there. Um, and, you know, it's funny, like it does seem like a million miles away sometimes, but it's an hour and 45 on the on the motorway and most people drive that to and from Dublin every day, you know? <laughs> yeah, big time, I know. yeah. Yeah, so here, the, the event for Goblin 2. Um, so the date is Saturday night, or well, actually Saturday day, rather, uh, the 30th of November. It's, it's good timing to get people to buy the buy the magazine and put it into their stocking fillers or yeah. give someone like a Christmas present or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, for sure. And where, where are we going to be able to get it? Yeah, so at the moment, as always, High Rollers would be like probably the first and most well-stocked destination. Uh, and then we'll have our online shop too. The Palomino Club, I think. Uh, yeah, man, fucking yeah, Palomino Club took a couple. That was sick. We're stoked to be on like their website just because yeah. they do the raddest stuff ever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so probably Palomino again. And um, yeah, but Hen Hen's Teeth is, is where it's going to be. They've recently just moved because like everywhere else in the city, they're getting fucked out of their place because of a hotel. Yeah, I went to the new space there two days ago, and it's sick. It's really, really tight. I can't wait to see what we can do with it. So uh, I'm trying to figure out where to do an after party right now. But like I said, everywhere is, everywhere is fucking gone, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So uh, I'm hoping Derek Harlan might come through on that. We'll see. Cool. 
Yeah, that, that other spot was well good. Like yeah. I was really impressed with you know the the screen setup and then the out the back bag, you know, with the food and the yeah, exactly, that, yeah. Back. That, that, that. yeah. So I think we can do way better on that on like this space, like this time, you know, because obviously a nightclub setup isn't really geared towards a market, but I yeah. think the lads done an amazing job with the space in the end. You know, it was really really cool to see like the whole whole place turn into like a gallery in a sense. You know, which is yeah. rad. Yeah, that was epic. I think it was definitely the. <laughs> the best video premiere I've ever been to, like in in the yeah. like just just, <laughs> just for the screen setup alone, like it, it was it felt like we were in a cinema. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I mean, like before I even picked up a camera, I just knew that that had to be the venue, and there was kind of nothing that was going to stop me getting it out. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, I kind of gave myself that six month deadline because I didn't want to constantly push the video back and back yeah. and back I just wanted it to be finished uh, and I mean like at the end of the day like all these events man you know they're obviously centered around either a magazine or a video but the most important thing for me is that moment where like there's three four hundred people within the Irish skate scene all in one spot all together and you'll always find that like that's where the kind of ideas are flowing best and people are meeting and greeting and stuff like that and then from that you kind of get uh, maybe the likes of like a podcast or like someone motivated to go out and do a video or get some photos or something like that, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the um, in the after like video, a big part of giving Young Pete like the last section was because he just put in so much fucking work, man. You know, he was like the hardest working skateboarder in Dublin for six months, no doubt. Uh, was just keen for going out every day. And I'm actually late for going out to the meeting tonight. But I'll go... I'll go uh, it, there's no worries man because he just he's so consistent when it comes to his skating it takes him like yeah. five goes to get a trick I mean honestly he didn't sweat for more than like two or three of those tricks in his whole part you know Crazy. Uh, but it was just good to have like one of the young guys that nobody knew give or take in, in most of the country and just kind of put him out on a platform like that you know there you go how did you like that good. yeah it was good it was good to chat to Philly earlier I just thought we were going to talk about the, the magazine and kind of maybe a few bits a few previews on really some of the articles and and stuff but he came through with the nuggets of information on the on the, the launch the launch party for it so um, that's going to be yeah as you heard on the 30th of November at Hens, Hens Tooth wasn't it Hens Teeth Hens yeah. Teeth yeah Hens Teeth yeah, I'm not in time for that one. Got it, but I'm gonna try um, and get, get yourself done to that. Like if it's if it's anything like last event that those guys put on, well, I'll say those guys, Philly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if it's anything, if that was anything to go by, it'll be amazing. So yeah. definitely get down there and support it and um, support Goblin when it comes out. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Like yeah. it was really really interesting to hear him talk about this idea of gentrification and and that being a running theme throughout issue two and how it does have a real knock-on effect with what we do in skateboarding so i'm genuinely intrigued to see um see and read everything about that in issue two like so yeah looking forward to that i was basically gonna say that he has the same sort of idea about why we are doing this podcast is he is doing the magazine you know just to promote our skateboarding to get younger people in the filming taking photos thinking about things to write about that could you know possibly be in a magazine like this yeah and that idea that you know you get you get a couple hundred skaters into a room together and that they all share that experience together and the energies there and that's whenever new things pop up and that's part of the reason why he's doing doing a lot of this yeah. stuff is to sort of like help move it forward spreading the good word of skateboarding <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so thanks to thanks 
to Philly for for chatting to us there and putting up with our crap. <laughs> so, yeah. Ross just sitting there with me and my stupid look on my face. <laughs> yeah, luckily this luckily this podcast isn't uh, isn't a visual delight because yeah it wouldn't be um yeah no thanks thanks so much to philly for Cheers, for man. taking the time there i really appreciate it yeah so as we mentioned at the the start of the show uh we got we actually got some feedback and interaction with other people yeah. um so which is pretty cool and the the, the instagram starting to take shape and people are interacting and chatting and that's really what we wanted to happen so that's that's really great did a little instagram story shout just any questions for the next podcast so with a few here we'll, we'll, some, let's will we start with the with the good ones or the no nah, we'll start the, the great one <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start with the duffers yes okay so uh well we've got uh, <laughs> what a bag are your bearings i wonder who's on that i've some up it uh <laughs> I have no clue what ABEC my bearings are. That is not something that I... That was me messing about. Right, okay, so we've got Pinky MB. When is the Yates Comeback part being released? Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. Would you film it? Nah, would I film it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but cheapers. have to leave the skate park, David, sorry. Make it happen. Or, you know, like, a, I'd, I'd watch a Yatesy mini ramp part. That'd be good. There you go, Dave, get training. Um, I want to see him do... I remember being amazing when I was a kid watching him do there was a, like a forward flip in one of the videos I don't know what video it was he did a, like a do you know what, what's the actual name for a forward flip a dolphin flip I don't really know I for a while people were calling them murder flips yeah he did dolphin one of the flips. I think it was the first one I'd ever seen anybody do I don't, like over I, here I don't know if I, I'm pretty is, sure he did this one. is real there might have been a photo and I don't know if he made it oh well, I, that's what I knew him for whenever I was, like, a kid. And I was like, whoa, he can do them. Like, that's insane. So, yeah, film one of them. Right, Dave, you're going to have to let us know if that really happened or not. Do it dance and dance. Because Tony's got this memory of some dream. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, um, we'll recap on that in uh, episode three because it's going to be December and there'll be nothing to talk about. So Yeah, Dave, get training. Let's get these murder flips on the go here. <laughs> Right. Who, who, so, else? Uh, who else has been chatting? So we've got Switch Threes. He's, Switch Threes. He, he's asking. Oh, sorry, that's the username. Yeah, yeah. Username Switch Threes. He's <laughs> who had the best and second best Switch hard flip in Ireland. <laughs> best. I mean, best. the first person that comes to mind is Wayne Gallagher. Switch hard flips. Yeah, he switch hard flipped all over the place. I'm pretty sure he had a photo in Sidewalk Switch hard flipping. No, I want to say Baggett, but I think it might have been the Bay Steps and Milton Keynes. I think is one or the other or I could have been a full cab down both no I don't know I definitely seen Wayne switch hard flip things before Did, Bernie had a switch hard didn't he or was it Nolly where the Nolly hard flips I don't know in lines I, I remember seeing it yeah yeah he might have done a Nolly hard flip in a line somewhere along the way now, James Black had a good switch hard flip too I can't think of any in the north I think I think I think this guy is referring to I, know. <laughs> I can't uh, Carl Waring yeah he is and I've seen that switch hard in the flesh and it's yeah it's like we've got Stuart Robinson here skate park updates at Newton Abbey and elsewhere now, I really should have done a little bit of research uh, if there was a setback on Newton Abbey Newton, Abbey's the, Newton Abbey Park so for people who don't know Newton Abbey and the north probably this we're talking to people in the south here uh just outside Belfast north of Belfast 
uh, there's a big leisure centre and they're giving up some of their real estate to a big park and this big park is going to be uh, pretty legit with a full street slash plaza section and a big bowl um, section and yeah they're, they're you know there's talk of it being like holding Olympic qualifiers at it and stuff so it's going to be a pretty pretty legit facility but as far as you know there was talk of it being supposed to be ready at the end of this year mm-hmm. but the set there's been a setback you know a a change of contractors and some shape or form I think yeah so it has to the, the tender had been put out and the people had got the tender but the person organising it went bust or something like that so now it all has to go out again yes. the tender so, so slow people basically have to bid to be the builders so it'll be probably be another year before that's end of next year which I mean we're not in any big rush for an outdoor skate park right in the middle of the winter like are we yeah exactly but from what I've seen of it, it looks, it looks pretty amazing and it'd be worth the wait whenever it actually yeah. does come. Was it? Did he ask about another park there? Or just no. Some? Well, just any other updates on parks. Parks. Oh, let's. You want to talk about Newry? Oh fuck me! Wow, wow. Have, did you go? No. Why did, did, I, did you just see Dean? So yeah, the David Dean on Instagram put yeah, up a picture happy. of it. I think he'd been actually talking with the council about this for a long time, and then did it go silent for a bit? I haven't actually been talking to him, but maybe he can uh, give us uh, give us a bit more info on it. Um, not that there's probably much to give going on the looks of this thing that they've yeah. put up but it just it looks dangerous like it's just a prefab like a prefab bump in the middle of a, a park um that's like supposedly a, a pyramid mm. is it would that be right in saying yeah. it's got you can hit it from you can hit it like a driveway or you can hit it as a hip but it looks too small and then there's a curved rail as well and it just looks looks like a disaster yeah no it's an accommodation like I mean if anything it could you could photograph it and send it to Thrasher and it would get into one of them columns and that would be all it's good for what bullshit like yeah so Wonder who talk to your skaters, councils. Yeah, not that they're sure. listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nuri, was well, it a basin project? Need to hit up Skateboard NI and yeah. have a little chat with your boy John Paul Matthew yeah. and the Pope. He'll uh, send you in the right direction. Never mind if Cowboys have put this piece of junk together. Like, yeah, yeah. The guy in his uh, post here with this sets a new standard of shit skate parks. Couldn't be more true. Like. When you think when you think you're about to get a place to skate and you get yeah. bullshit like that, yeah, and it'll just take it'll probably be that like it'll probably be gone in no time because someone will get hurt on it and they'll be like, oh, that was a really bad idea. Anybody else? Uh, we've got <coughs> we've got one Who's who's gonna be Sudi? I'm guessing he's talking. You talking Irish? No, I don't think he is talking Irish. We're talking Sudi, Sudi. Yeah, Sudi, Sudi. I I can't answer this. I always get it wrong. You can't. I, I always get it wrong. Well, I mean, so it's, it's, it's it's your prediction. It, well, it's, I mean, it, I would I'd give it to sushi. Yeah, like, I think. But it, somebody's gonna come in with but, with like last minute finish. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I, I don't you have to you have to be watching every single piece of media that comes out, which I'm not at the moment, but for a while it would have been. Yeah. But I think Sushu after that, but there's that so ten minute part. I mean, jeepers, it was insane. 
the whole thing. I've watched it a couple of times, and every time you're like, Phew. I'm still not finished with it. I've watched it like five <laughs> times. Like, it's it's so good. I actually wanted to put it on at the video night last week. Is there, like, extras or anything? Like, I haven't uh, seen anything. Raw? I mean, he's always putting up stuff on Instagram. Like, there's, like, he's, it's ridiculous. I don't know if like, I even follow him on the grammar yeah, it's like I just get sent it I don't think I do either but um, there's somebody else that's slipped my mind that Tiago somebody, yes so say about the blast out of part Tiago that's it yeah there's rumours he's gonna drop some, a few parts and the day before and just sneak in there yeah I think it has to be like a whole year thing rather yeah. than you know last minute last minute, minute. but it's happened before I mean look people have been robbed in the past of it like that year Mariano Guy Mariano was like you know his comeback year and yeah, then yeah. like they give it to like David Gonz- David Gonzalez you know like that that sort of shit goes down and like I don't know I guess really it's really care. up to whoever's running yeah. the comp isn't it who's gonna yeah. win it well like it's it. interesting now you know, is it this voted is their- on Pardon? Is it voted on or is it just like a... Well, yeah, but it's... I mean, they can... There's a poll on Thrasher... On the Thrasher site, but it's ultimately up to Thrasher. But it's interesting this year because this is our first um, year without Jake Phelps. So be interesting to see whether, you know, that idea of a of a Phelps guy yeah, yeah. and whether that changes or yeah. whether that, you know, maybe he's left left us a list of, uh, <laughs> of, of, of criteria there. But... I, I don't know. Like, I'd love to see uh, Sushu get it, but I don't know if Sushu is, like, a thrasher guy. If that, that makes sense. That, you know, that part was... But that was, like... Ridiculous. Yeah, we'll be watching that for a long time. Mm. Uh, what else have we got here? So, who's your Irish Sudi from Nile 666 I mean, I'd give it to Philly Helton. Oh. <laughs> just for not... Like, nothing even to do with skating. I just, didn't even think know. of that. Hard to, I mean, made a full video. But we're, I mean, that's me being a bit. But too, this is it, it, me being a bit too clever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, but I mean, in terms of output, yeah, there's. If we're talking nothing strictly skating. What else? Have, well, who's dropping parts? Who's been doing stuff this year? You know, you can talk about Dave Murphy. Oh shit! Yeah. You know, he's just been back from. Well, not so sorry, much, not back. He's over in Tampa. And, not so much footage-wise though. I'd like yeah, to see. Sure. I'd like to see a full part rather than it's Instagram different. clips. It's, it's different when you're talking about like a localized thing. We're not. We're, we're not really going. You're kind of just going on people's Instagram, aren't you? Really? Yeah. And I can't really say I'm following everybody. I try to, but I mean, the first person that springs to my head this year's D in terms of like what he's achieved this year. Yeah. In terms of picking up. Yeah. Pretty major sponsors. Like I, I, I he comes to mind for sure. But yeah. then. Equally, like Philly, like I'd just give it to him based on what he's he's done for. Who's, who's, who's ripping in the south? What videos? So Ross Doyle. Yeah. Big Ross. He had a part at the start of the year. Then was that a, which was just in Cork, and then he had the yeah. part with Dodds and in Barcelona yeah and then the continual onslaught on, on the Insta <laughs> all the boys are good at doing the Instagram posts like makes you jealous that I I only get the skate once a friggin month or something like that uh, Anybody so who are you saying I, I'd give it to D okay but but also Philly can I just give it to can, I, can we give it a couple I don't know yeah well I'm thinking Jerry with a very close D which is probably because I've been Filming with Jerry a lot and yeah. having a, a lol. What else, so what else have we got here? 
another if, one. If you if you got any if you've any other suggestions, listeners about Irish City would like to hear it, yeah. maybe shout them out, you know. Brian C one two three. Funniest Dennis Lynn story. I think I guess that one's going to me, is it? Yeah, I think so. I okay, know. okay. Well, have I told this? I might have told this story before. So me, myself, Dennis, Connor, and Liam. I guess it was about six counties sort of era on a filming trip the Newry. So. <laughs> So as you've probably figured out, you know, there's a fair bit of banter going on all day where everyone's getting slagged to death. You know, Liam's slagging me, I'm slagging Liam. The Lens are both getting slagged because they're two young bucks. Uh, we go to this spot and it's like a it's like a big hill, but it's like a double set hill. I don't know how to really explain like it. Like a Kent hill? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a hill and then a flap it and then another hill in Newry. And so we're skating there. I don't know how all this came about, but Dennis and Connor have been going at each other, talking, talking crap on each other the whole time. And Liam freaked out at Dennis and said, if you keep getting on like that, I'm going to put my foot through your board. And Dennis is like, right, go ahead then, pushes the board over. Liam puts his foot through the board and Dennis just starts wetting himself because it's uh, Connor's board he was skating on. <laughs> so then Connor gets Dennis's board, focuses his board, and then Dennis just starts screaming, crying, jumps on Connor's back and just starts windmill punching him on the back while Connor's laughing his leg off and me and Liam are just wetting ourselves. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Just a total catastrophe moment. Yeah, yeah. But this is, we're talking like... Before they were hooked up, so they were yeah. probably a bit more precious about their boards. I think it might have been a ruckus days, but yeah. Dennis was definitely like 10 or 11. Wow. We were just getting pure bullied, like... Oh, <laughs> Liam didn't take any shit. His foot straight through the board. So everybody, like, nobody ended up with the board at the end? <laughs> I might have had mine. Liam over. had his, but both <laughs> the Lynns didn't have one, like... They had to sit in the car the rest of the day. <laughs> Amazing. There's definitely a lot of Dennis Lynn stories like if we really, really need to get him, We need to get him on. Maybe, if he's lucky. Remote. If he's nice to us one time. Uh, so we've got INCU underscore. Uh, Favourite girl skaters right now or the girls skate scene in Ireland? Any sort of thoughts? I don't know too much about it. I know there's a couple of... There's yeah, there's there's a handful of girls skating up in Belfast, which is cool to see. And I I know that you see, I see you know online like they're getting together and having yeah, there's like a little sessions and stuff, which is really healthy. Skateboard Ireland, or IRL, on Instagram. They seem to be you know reposting other ladies' stuff. Yeah, there's really I don't know. There's minimal girls skating. Let's be honest, like yeah. But it's it's definitely I think it's it's more popular than it was ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's oh for sure. You know, like I mean I, I mean that's on a global level as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully it grows. We've one here from your boy Beadsy. Uh, he says the only one worth asking who has the best tray flip in the north. Oof. Well, I've Oof. I've. Oof. Who one person comes of all time. Yeah, go ahead. Conlin. Oh, I didn't even think of Conlin. Tight, tight. I was going to say Began, to be honest. But yeah, Clint's up there too. Nah, Clint's old shit now. Sorry, Clint. It's got to be Began for me, like. 
Neil Dornan has a very unique tray. Have you ever seen his? Shout out Friday Night Neil. I can't think of seeing it off the top of my head. Neil, that's a request. We're going to have to see some yeah, tray flips to, on Instagram yeah, or live. I, I like his tray. Mm, I like my tray flips. One in a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> more than me. More than me. Uh, but yeah, yeah, is there anybody up? Before? I'm not finished with that. Okay, fair <laughs> I'm not finished with that. Are you tra- th- thinking of tray flips? Yeah, I'm thinking of other people's trays. Tra- uh, tray flips are really interesting trick for me because I like, I I hate yo flips. It's like a tightrope, you know, where I want to try flip to look like somebody's trying, but I don't want it to look like they're trying too much. Yeah, yeah. And then on the opposite end of the scale, I don't like yo flips. Whenever I first saw them, I was like, oh my goodness, oh, look yeah, at this yeah, insanity. Yeah. But yeah. then after a while, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No. So I like, I like, so I like a, like, you know, a tray flip that's being muscled a bit, you know yeah. what I mean? It's being like, Around. But at the same time, just fucking do it whatever way you want. Yeah, it really feels good. But yeah, Clint's trick flip's pretty... That was a signature be. trick for yeah, a while. Yeah, it was. Like. It was. I can't think of anybody else. Hold on. I know somebody's going to come into my I'm, I'm scanning mind. the whole country in my brain. Yeah. Like a Terminator. Hasta la vista, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, so I also, last question was from Big Nal Creaney, Harvest Workshop on... Instagram, he said you're what? So I can't even remember what the it was like. Your your Irish dream team with five people who would be in it. Oh, five? Yeah. Why did you think it was one? No, I thought it was. I thought it was like a you know a proper unit like flipping full squad. No, five people. What what, what team has five people? No, no. Like this a, is this like is a, this is your Irish dream team. Five yeah, but people like what team of like, all time? I mean, there's probably wheel companies that have like four people, but. I'm, I'm, I've got like. Where are you going with 20 people? Not 20, I'm not like Baker, but we're kind of more. I think I've got in around seven or something. So under pressure, go for it. Yeah, so. So you thought about it? I haven't oh, thought about this because you told me I'm about this. I'm flip flopping on this one. This was an early submission, so I've been thinking on this for a while. I've kind of gone for people that I just like watching skit. Once I find it, I've got a. Uh, who's a creamy say? Niall's choice was Bernie Ray. Johnny Mulgrew, Sam Perkins, Bruce the Ox, and Keen Eads. And I said that's a proper 90s dream team right strong there. Strong choices. Yeah, they are strong choices. That's the thing. There's so many good... See, I've got seven here. So Can, I have two sub- Can I have two? Like, that's like five pros and two arms. <laughs> so that, I'm really thinking about you, you this. You thought about this too much? Yeah. I think he just wanted to know your five favourite skaters from Ireland. You can't just ask me a question. I'm going to think about it for right. weeks and, yeah, write a book about it. Man, I'm stoked on this one. I mean, there's definitely going to be five and then honourable mentions. I'm thinking... I'm trying to think of... Niles is, Niles is solid, like... So what was his again? Bernie, Sam Perkins, Johnny Mulgrew, Bruce the Ox and Kane Eads. Yeah. I've got two of them, for sure. I actually don't know. I'm thinking... Mulgrew too well. I remember seeing him in edits. See, I'm more thinking in ways of people that I've filmed with that have... who It's been nice footage or whatever. So I'm thinking Sam Perkin, Craig Yule... I've just forgotten. Sam Perkin, Craig Yule, Dee Collins, Big Jerry, and Mark Began. But there's also, like whole load of other people who are yeah, rippers there's all the older Dublin heads Jer Evans like I remember watching him in did you ever see True Guys Phil no. Evans Phil Evans first video whoa 
you want to see that is where can i see that i'm sure it's probably online i've got yeah. it on have i got, no i've got I've, I've got a rip of it on my computer oh okay is phil supposed to know that yeah it's it's so old he won't oh, care right, okay. um can i have seven you can have as many as you want right okay so i'm gonna go with bernard ray and kane aids like oh fuck i left out the lens didn't i yeah well that's it that's it so i've got kane aids bernard ray dion connor lynn i think i'm up is that five i'm not counting yeah but i want i want john welsh Ooh, uh, and Nate Dog. Ooh, Nate Dog makes a surprise appearance. Yeah, I love watching Nate Dog. After and they've got one more because I I'm I'm, I'm having seven Friday Night Neil. Oh shit! Yeah, that's a squad. I was gonna say I was like picturing the I was picturing it I was picturing like a tour, <laughs> taking them up and like right guys go and skate this spot and like you could see it all. Yeah, I'd be amazing. Kind of forgot about. Uh, John Welsh like but after watching he's right at the top of my list not the new monkey bird video last week uh, you forget how fucking good he is amazing or was or whatever that uh, and like see his footage so like if you look back at some of them you know like edits like the like the uh, was like the America Wild in the Streets tours and you know stuff like that I think it all still looks fresh as in like so a lot of some of his stuff hasn't aged yeah John Which is mad, did not give a fuck about anything. Yeah, like so good. So yeah, John Welsh, Nate Dog, Dion, Friday Night Needle, Kane Aids, Bernie Ray, Carlin. Killers. You can't you can't stop that. I've already forgotten who mine was. Sam Perkin, Craig Yule, Mark Began, D. Collins, Tony Ware, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry the Junker. And then the two Lens as subs. Or no, it's on me. Yeah, no, it's going to have to be, sorry, Lens, on the sub bench. I'm trying to think of, like, who else was ripping back in the day, too. It's a really good question. Wayne, I'd love to hear... Wayne Gallagher's cab alone. <laughs> cab over Baggett Street was a fucking... Yeah. John Welsh is definitely the anomaly in my in my squad of, like, kind of stylish rippers. John Welsh does, like, just mad shit as well. Yeah, mad shit. Jumping off walls in his bare feet and stuff but like that. But also can do mad tech shit. Did he inward heel waterfront three or switch inward heel? Inward heel, inward heel reverb. Yeah, yeah. I think wasn't it? Yeah. Then it was another reverb. Some crazy shit. Sick, and also when we started filming with him, went to that little thing and he board slid that up and broke his arm and we was like, I think it broke my arm. I'm not really sure. And we were like, we've no idea either. But here, good luck. So is that us? done have we anything else that we haven't talked about what's coming up is there anything coming up apart from the release of Goblin on the first uh, sorry the 30th of November that's a big one to look out for folks so keep an eye out for that get yourself to the the magazine launch in Hen's Teeth in Dublin on the 30th and, uh, Saturday the 30th yeah let's get partying there like I just gotta figure out who's gonna drive me Mark Right, have we got through another episode? I feel like we have. Awesome. Yeah, thanks to everybody who got back to us on Instagram with feedback and suggestions. Give us a shout anytime. If something stupid comes into your head or something not so stupid, hit us up and we'll be happy to chat on it. And Yeah, Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, we know because you're listening to this, you're, you're already aware, but it's on Podbean and 
iTunes store Apple Podcasts Apple Podcasts sorry and we'll be working on getting it on other formats SoundCloud Spotify but we're we're pretty easy to get now that we got up on 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 iTunes and Apple Podcasts so we're on Instagram as well which you probably know last time I fluffed it up didn't even know the name of our own profile we're definitely not useless with noise on Instagram hit us up on there any sort of info you want to give us any news any events coming up hit the DMs and we'll talk about it yeah Um, we'll probably do another shout before the next recording about questions so keep your eyes yeah and give us loads of questions next time because December's going to be pretty thin we're getting into winter here and yeah it's going to be going to be less stuff happening especially in this country yeah we'll be hitting up the driving range and all them indoor spots hopefully not that don't exist oh we got some stickers as well oh useless. yeah flip man we, were, we shouldn't talked about that ages ago some, sitting right there some useless Crap, wooden get, noise get stickers get that bag up to the microphone there hear that it's a bag of stickers <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. if you put your eyes up there to the screen you might be able to see through that <laughs> I'm actually holding it up to it like people can see it <laughs> yeah we got stickers so if you see us um, I don't buy it yeah we'll hit you up maybe or if you see Tony ask him for a sticker yeah if you see me just say hi <laughs> so let's wrap this up peace hasta la vista baby <laughs>